the last recap. Steve Fezzik, I'm R.J. Bell. Steve, let's get straight to it. We're going to go through the games. Isn't it the first recap? No, this is the last recap. Everyone, <laughs> Some people are recapping Sunday night. Some people are recapping Monday in the day. I like to take it off. What I like to do, kind of like what we did with Straight Out of Vegas on Fox, was react to the reactions. Right? It's mm. one thing to react to the games. I want to react to the reactions on the games. And I think one of my strongest suits is I, I tend to be able to accrue insights and hear something and say, oh, that, that, that resonates. And I, I like to pass those on, right? Because really a big chunk of my ideas come from, I might hear 20 things from someone, 19, I go, nah, nah, nah. The 20th is like, yeah. You're like a mutual fund manager that has analysts that are reporting in and they're giving you information. Handicapping like, the handicappers. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's that, that, the more I try to do the same because, because it, you know, it's, it's rewarding to do it all yourself. But inevitably, you're gonna, just going to miss too many things. You've got to incorporate both, really. And I think combined, it's good because I do it with the experts in the media, not the gambling experts. I, I don't listen to hardly any of that. But I'm talking about the uh, the film guys, the EPA guys. That don't even know that they're giving you information exactly. on why to bet the under exactly. with, with their information. I mean, like my Mahomes un, over rushing yards came from someone that said, you know, yeah. that, that, that was not a gambler, right? Uh, and I said, that makes sense. Opened up at 18, got bet all the way up to 22. So the gamblers definitely concurred. That was yes, a, an easy cash. That was a smart one uh, yep. or a solid one. Um, so you also were doing, and you've done a chunk of it already, uh, opening line report. That will be a separate pod. But let's get straight to it. And by the way, in that pod, we'll be talking about your, hmm, let's just say very stressful survivor weekend and uh we'll be talking survi- your survivors icy calm icy calm yeah well if you're icy calm it means you had a lobotomy in that game <laughs> first though i'm going to ask you every week what is the most uh misleading game of the week the scoreboard says one thing but the truth is otherwise wow so i got 4 of them so i didn't rank them but let me lead off with um, right. lead off with the biggest game popularity i think i think eagles patriots okay i think easily the eagles cover the minus 4 uh but this is a game that could have been won by either two of the, of the two teams and yeah the eagles probably should have won but that's because they got fortunate throughout the game you look at the underlying stats i know the eagles had the lead early but they're only up 3 at the end of the half uh, they got outgained by more than 100 yards, and they got two pretty, you know, very early touchdowns. And after that, the Patriots kind of dominated the game, frankly. Yeah. So if you look at the success rate of Philly's offense, so success rate is defined as what's the expectation, what do you expect from them on that given play, and if they exceed it, it's a positive success. If you fall short, it's a negative or unsuccessful. Um, they had the lowest success rate on offense of any game since last year, meaning all of last year, every game had a higher success rate on offense, Philly did. Which obviously includes games they lost. Yes, so this this certainly was not a great offensive game from Philly. And like you said, the turnovers were a big chunk of it. So we have our all-stats recalculation of the game, which we say, hey, this many yards equals this many points, this many first downs, this many turnovers. All the We're not making any assessment of how lucky it was. We're just saying, what are the underlying stats? Forget the score. What are the underlying stats? And in the um, uh, New England game, let's see here. Where is this baby? 
Third from the bottom. Third. Oh, I don't think. Are we in rotation? Oh, yeah, we are. Good. Thank you. Um, we have the score uh, four point win by Philly, actually 28 24, which was not that far off from the actual scoreboard. Now, this was a cover. This was a cover by Philly. But really, if you had to say who should have covered, you got to say New England here, right? Yeah, even down to, I don't know if you, if you caught the end game. So New England cuts the lead down to five. They go for two. They get it to cut the lead to three. Up oh, the flag down on the play. Have to try again. Hopeless. Now, tell me if you think I'm a little mentally off because of this. Yes. So AJ, <laughs> AJ and I had uh, you know a crossfire on this game. He had New England. I had Philly. Now, the fact that it won the way it did brings me more joy than if it, I would have just blown him out. Because it felt like he, he's going to feel like he should have won. Well, this it, one certainly, I mean, it wasn't, it, it, it was a fortunate cover. It's, but it's not hard a, to have New England. But not, not a the, miracle but cover he, or listen, anything. Yeah. Remember, AJ can lose by 14 and he thinks it, he got a bad it, beat. It almost reminds me of, like, you see poker tournaments and when a guy, like, like sucks out and he goes all in with ace-five and he gets snap-called with someone with ace-king and, and, and the five flops. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, like, like the, the celebration that occurs is far greater than when one guy has pocket nines and the other guy has ace-queen, right? Those, are, those, those celebrations are kind of reserved, but when you, when you win, when you shouldn't win— it's sweeter. It's just sweeter. I think that it still is an open question. Has Philly been affected by the loss the of coordinators? The coordinators? Yeah. Um, and again, I've said, I think the offense potentially is more susceptible than the defense. And plus, let's be honest, starting last year, Hertz was considered, entering the year, a limited quarterback. Maybe he would have been ranked maybe if you consider the trend line in the top half of the league. But if you actually looked at performance, I would say no. I'd say just outside the top half. Now, he surged last year like no one's business. But what is the belief? You need about 20 games in order to believe it in the NFL because it gives a full year plus, and it gives the defense a chance to look and figure, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. It seems like Belichick, at least Belichick, was able to shut this team down. Now it was rainy, but I, I a lot of rain on the east, on these up and down the eastern seaboard. So I think you have explain. to downgrade Philly a little bit here. Oh well, the rain didn't bother the Patriots because they won for three eighty against you know that weakened middle defense for, for you know for Philly. I agree. So I even though the Eagles covered. I lowered the Eagles by half a point, upgraded New England by half a point. That's unusual. I like that. You I know, like so that. so so I a lot of people might do flip it the other way. Say, oh, I, I moved the Eagles up. No, mm. I moved the Eagles down. Yeah. McKenzie chimes in and he's right. Uh Jalen Hurts last preseason, according to Mike Shando from The Athletic, number twenty, number twenty quarterback. He was number six entering this year. By the way, a little look ahead here in terms of um the Patriots. They, well, I'll bring this up when we talk about Miami. I'll wait. I'll yeah, wait. I'll hold it. Because I'm interested in a game or two for next week already. Or, uh, yeah, for next week and for the uh, early – I guess the early lines don't come out until Tuesday for the next week. Okay, your second game. All right, Packers, Bears. Ab- what? Absolute, no, absolutely Green Bay was worthy to win this game easily, but they won by 18. I think they you – know, having watched it, they, they should have won by 11. An extra touchdown tacked on. Our scores had a 12-point – Recalculation Green Bay victory. All right, so you're saying a little bit more than than you thought. Kevin Cole had it um, seven, Green Bay seven. Um, okay, now here's my thought. 
So DraftKings, I think, puts up the uh, win totals again, right, every week? Yes. Okay. I think that if Green Bay—so Green Bay would have had gained half a win, right, because they they were picking pretty much, right, plus one. They're probably going to bump them a game, I would think. I think they'll move them from seven and a half to eight and a half. Which, in that case, would be a half a, half a game moved because of quality of play? Yes. All right. Does that feel right to you? You think that's— Well, here's the thing. There's no rhyme or reason of what DraftKings seems That's to true. Do. That's but true. But I think—I haven't—let me think about what it should be. So, one game is two points, right? Okay, if I remember right. Yeah. So, um, so you're saying but give them a half a game. So, you're saying that's, that's a half-point upgrade then, I guess. Well, well I, I upgrade them. Up, with 35 points would be one win. Uh-huh. So, I upgraded Packers a point. All right, okay. so they have this. They got 16 games left, so 16 divided by 35, win. that only a half win. Oh, by one point? Okay, one half point win. Upgrade. It'd have to be a two-point upgrade to give them a full win. Okay, so two points is a win. Yes. And and we're saying we're giving them only a half a win, though, because they had a half win from winning the game. That's right. So, okay. so they pick up so the so they go from seven and a half to okay. eight for, okay. for, for, for winning the game and then another half for performance. That's a, All right, that makes a ton of sense. Whereas, like, with Colorado and college football, remember, we we, 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 we upped them point nine for beating TCU, and then we gave them, you know, another game and a half, you know, and you know for performance. Their performance in that game, Mackenzie. Uh, does DraftKings have those posted? They don't have them reposted yet. No. Okay. I you know check that because I think they do. Uh, I think wanna... I, I think someone told me that. Oh, check that they do. Okay. So what? Wh- so wh- before we good job. So before we look at this. So what was Green Bay before? Uh, what did they close at? Seven point seven. All right. So right now we're saying that um, eight point seven. So anything significantly below eight point seven. We like. Yes, over. and anything significantly over 8.7, I like under. All right. Yes. So what do we got? 8.5, but it's over minus 140? That's 8.8, about. Okay, so it's exactly in line. Yes. I like that. Maybe we'll check the ones yeah. that were the, the big movers. Well, let's yeah, double check. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah? All right, thank you. All right, next. Uh, okay, one thing. So <sighs> Fields is pretty much what I expected. The guy can't throw. Right, so nothing's going. Seems like it's going to change that. Well, you got the Carolina wide receiver whose name escapes me. I don't know what where my brain more. is. more more maybe, yeah. maybe because he only caught two balls and so he was a no show. Now, well, what do you mean only caught two? I mean, did he drop a bunch of them? I don't think. I think he was blanketed. I don't okay, think he was open. So I, yeah. I mean, your number one wide receiver is supposed to catch more than two balls if you can throw. <laughs> yes. Right. And I on know preseason they just threw screen passes to him, and he that's just what took I'm off. saying. I mean, but 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 zeroing in for a second, Chicago, they go or don't go with Fields. Sure. And some people had Fields, and I mean, remember Green Bay and Chicago had the same win total entering the year, pretty much, right? Exactly. So. I don't think it's a small thing to say that Fields has shown that in this big long off season, he at least it seems that he has yet to gain the ability to throw at the NF at the NFL level. Yes. Right. So to and me, Jordan Love did not have that problem. I think it was rainy in Chicago, but um, obviously missing Watson as number one wide receiver, no problem. Now here's an in-game tip for you, Fez. Last year. The throws over expectation, so meaning based upon the game script, how often would a team naturally throw, how often do they throw? 
Green or um, Chicago was so bad, or not bad, but low on throwing. They'd be down 21 and still run, Quarterback run, run. Draw, yeah. Right. In this game, in the second half, when they were down, he threw. I think he had what 41 or 37 attempts. Uh, maybe you can pull 37. Out. Yes. Yeah, I remembered that. Uh, my second guess, at least, is um, that's unusual. I think it's going to be pick sixes. I, I there was a pick six, in it, fact. So to me, if this if they're down again, I'm looking over. to play ag- over and play, play against fade. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, because he's out of his element. Yeah, yeah, and and I think this is part of. Let's be candid. I think that's good. The coaches want to get the coaches want to put stats on him that may cut and bait. If it ends up being that. A, a, not, hey, a not a controversial decision. They don't want that to be a big controversy because remember they didn't draft Fields, ah. right? So I think if he can't throw, they're gonna they're not gonna protect him anymore. Right. That makes sense. Next game. Next game. Let's go Bucks Vikings. So wait a minute. This was my best bet from the pod. Kaching. Kaching. There can't be any questions about that. <laughs> ah, no. Go ahead. I'm teasing. The the Vikings got unlucky. They um. They won the yardage by over 100 yards. They won the, the yards per play. Now I know I know you think I'm a little dino with the yards per play, but in this case, I mean, all the stats are going to you know come around to say wait, the Vikings average six per play and the Bucks 3.6. You're not supposed to win when you get outgained by over two yards per play. Okay, now our our recalculation says Tampa by five. So now Mackenzie, can, can you dig into that? I'm assuming that's turnover based. Yeah, I'll dig into that. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that the Vikings should have covered mine. Because remember, we keep the, I, you had the right side catching the six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> just to be clear about yards per play, if it's across multiple games, I think the strength of schedule is is such a big part of it that that it's limited. But I think in a game, the yards per play because you're playing against the other team. Is a very legit stat. I just don't like mm-hmm. it over multiple games as much as other stats. But continue. Well, and the Vikings just did stupid things to cost them this game, including they, they jumped offside on a field goal attempt, gave first down to Tampa, and they went on to get a touchdown instead of a field goal. Mm-hmm. Little little things like this. By the way, I'm convinced the job when a team's kicking a field goal for the defense, everyone on the line of scrimmage is attempting to jump offsides or to rough the kicker. I never see a field goal blocked. Other than like a low trajectory one, well, exception to the rule, the Dallas did against the Giants. But that it's so rare and few and far between, I can remember them. Um, so Mackenzie, you got Tampa Bay thirty-three rushing attempts, Minnesota seventeen, and what what's the significance? It just seems uncoincidental that the Vikings would have more turnovers if the Bucks run twice as often. Yeah, yeah, but it was three zero. Three-0's but what pretty. I'm saying is, if you dig in, like the All Stats projection has a first down element. It has a uh, yards per play element. It has a total yards element. Like I'm saying, look at each of those individually and tell me. Yeah, I already had, had that rushing stat pulled up. I'm looking into that now. Yeah. Um, so let's look at the line of scrimmage. So one, another way we look at it EPA-wise is we take out fuel position, we call it, which is any special teams pretty much. Or if you pick a ball off and you got the ball in the 20, whatever it is, we say that's not about the line of scrimmage. Then at the line of scrimmage, we say, listen, turnovers happen. They matter a lot, but it doesn't really tell you how good a team is oftentimes. So what's left is there's kicking. We remove that. And then there's line of scrimmage. So let's look at line of scrimmage here. Tampa, oh, this this looks good for you, Fez. Line of scrimmage, Minnesota, 
won by 12 points EPA. So I think certainly the, it was the other facets of the game that really helped. 14.5 points of turnovers advantage Tampa Bay. 14.5 points of turnovers. Hey, that's part of the game. <laughs> now, Mackenzie, I'm confused on something. We got kneel downs, which we take out because they can really be deceiving. How do both teams have a mind? Oh, I, I guess, okay, so you're saying Tampa lost 2.3 on kneel downs. Is that right? Yes. And then why would Minnesota have the same minus 2.3? Uh, let me look at that. All right. So we'll Plus get, it was the end of the first half. I don't remember how the half ended. You know, it looks like they're all twinned. Uh, yeah, it's opponent. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that one, we got rid of the opponent one, so I should have got rid of the opponent kneel downs too. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? All right, yeah, let's get rid of that. All right, so Tampa did lose on some kneel downs, but like you said, this was a, a clear Minnesota one at the line of scrimmage, and then turnovers swung it. So I'm not going to change the Vikings' power rating. Okay. And I, I don't think I'm going to change. I, oh. I, I thought about a bump in the bucks plus a half just because. I think so. Because they, you know, they, the Baker and company, the confidence. I think maybe I, I up the bucks by half and I don't touch the Vikings. I think you're right about the bucks. And I'll say this this is a team that's very possibly going to um, sell off assets. If they win, there's going to be a general. I mean, we know Bucks and Rams probably both. And you yeah. said this earlier. You said you know if you're going to bet on Tampa and, and and the Rams, bet them in September. Yeah, I agree. So I think you got to give Tampa some momentum, even which you know people no say doubt. there is no momentum. But I think for the team like this, post Brady, there is. Everyone's going to be calling about Evans. You know? Yeah. And 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 if he does well and the team's doing well, then the the, the price for him's going to go up. Yes. Plus, it's not. I mean, the division's doable. Next game. And so this is your fourth and final super deceiving one. Yes. So Texans, Ravens, and, you know, it's interesting about this. So, so it'd be easy to say, oh, yeah, the Ravens, you know, shut down the Texans 25 to 9. And the Ravens had one more turnover. But it sure seemed like the Texans had some hidden turnovers, but they couldn't make convert any of their fourth downs such that they, um, I think ultimately that was the difference. If you look at the yardage, um, the Ravens, same yards for both teams, and yet the Ravens wound up covering, you know, the 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 ten point nine half point spread. Well, listen, I should have put this out as the lock of the century mm -hmm. because right before kickoff, I just I started. I mean, the line dipped down, so the line was like nine point six, right? I was laying ten with you on a bet we made. Right, I said I like the ten. You pressed the button. Yeah. Yes. And. It was a little premature or a little too uh, aggressive. But then you said later in the week you liked Baltimore. Right? Yes, I said, I, 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 said you know, I like the dogs. It went to 10 and a half. I said, I like the dogs. And I said, that, I, and I said RJ, the, uh, the, I, I actually like Baltimore. Minus the, now it's minus nine, nine and a half. Yes. Yeah. So at that number, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe, you know. So right before the game, I say, hey, you want to just kill that bat? And you say, it's up to you. So I can't lie. That's I Fez code for I'm really busy, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I can't you know. lie. I glanced at the play-by-play, -play and, and Baltimore just like went th got sacked, so they were three and mm. out. So I thought, so oh. So you post-posted me? No. You were the one that didn't reply. I, I once you, you, yeah, I, Fair enough. Yeah, once you, you, you replied let me to me, be, you, I replied immediately. So, you, so, so RJ's texting me at 957. He doesn't realize I'm trying to find out who, who, who's getting the opening kickoff so I can bet on them in the oh, first quarters. I, I, like a mad scramble. And then at 1001, I need to take my little green pen and highlight every team that's starting with the ball. So that takes a few minutes to go ahead because, because know, I, we, live wagering, want, I need can, to know can, who's going to get the ball. So I'm, I'm basically 955. 
to 1004, I'm like I'm like on Jupiter. Yeah, now, I gotta say, I think that that maybe you're right, and we should just erase the eraser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but why once now I played Houston in you know the contest, which we went four and one. Outstanding. I think it was strong, to be honest. How um, many people will go five and zero? Oh? I mean, mathematically, it's going to be what one in twenty-eight, right? One in thirty-two. <laughs> it's one in thirty-two. Let's think about this a second. So one four sixteen. Yeah, thir- well, one in thirty-one. Oh uh, no, or this one is actually, in thirty-two. Actually, yeah. this is very sharp. Yeah. You are correct. Well, I, I just because, because b- 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 no, no, you didn't misremember because I think we've done this exercise before. Okay. Assuming like a whatever oh, a fifty-two, a better, fifty-two yeah. and a half percent, one in twenty-eight, or something along those lines. So very good, yeah. Yeah, well, but the um, anyway, random, we, random, I, one in thirty-two. I should have known. I should have known a hundred and fifty percent. I should have known that um, that that, that Baltimore is going to cover. <laughs> yeah. So, but um. I, now, if you look at Houston on fourth downs, they were one out of – is it one out of five or one out of four? One out of four. One out of four. So, you know, there you go. A lot of fourth downs. And that, I mean, counts the same as a turnover, basically, when you're going for it close to midfield. By the way, if there was one theme I would say that I've noticed, good. you know, this um, um, all this craziness from the Chargers coach, you know, going for it. It seems like the madness has taken over across the board in the league. These analytics teams are taking over. Like the Bears have it fourth and one, first drive. They're on their own 40. They go for it. They fail against Green Bay. So a lot of teams now have really stepped up the analytics and going for it more often on fourth down. We'll talk about Tennessee's decision here in a minute. Mackenzie, make that bigger, the uh, updated record there. Um, so where are we at in the, uh, in the uh, five-year rankings? Uh, there are a couple people that crossed us over last year. All right, so where are we at now is what I'm saying. Third out of all the, all the people that have been in it every and year. And how'd they do in week one? Won't be published until we'd have to go through. Oh, we were made, okay. Yeah, so, it'll come out like in two So how many games behind are we? We are two games behind so the number one guy. It's easy that we, we, could, we could be um, in first place then. I'd expect to. I don't know. Well, that means two and three from then we'd be tied. Okay, this will be fun. We'll keep track on this. So of everyone that's ever played throughout this time with the, um, with the gold, the $5,000 gold, is we're, we're in second or third? Third. Third all time. And last year, oh, what a disaster last year. You know, it dawned on me. So we'll be in fifth place probably this year if you figure four guys went. You know, five and zero. Oh. Here's what. Yeah, that's a good. That's perfect. Here's what. Oh, how many people participated this year? Do we know? In the it goal? was eighty when we signed up. Okay, and we signed up late. We signed up very late. Yeah. All right, like that's a good fourth that, place. That's pretty much what Doyle. I think there was eighty when he won it in seventy six, in seventy seven, right? right in that range. Mm. Um, the one other thing I was thinking about with this. Uh, oh, so remember when we went contrary? The last week when we were still in shock. It goes distance. in our record, yeah. yeah we, and we that went, was we went fun. We, yeah, we missed them all. We oh. would have and we would have gotten them we all. Went, that would have been a ten game swing. Imagine imagine what we'd be so far ahead they think they were in that we they think they were in first. Because we they can't see us. I think I, I think it's only a five game swing. But I agree. Well, well let's think about it. If you go one and four it, oh it and takes five, five versus five and oh. Yeah. Right? You, you get five extra points. Yeah, five. Five okay, because it's just accruing points. It's not okay. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, so if it was uh, ten half games, yeah. But but let's think about this. How many games would be instead of being fifty games above five hundred, we'd be sixty games you know above five hundred. Confu- but what's yes. confusing about it is, 
if we had pat like if you don't like if you lose if you have five games and you lose, you have five games and you win, or you have five games and you pass. In this contest, winning or losing and passing is the same thing. Yeah. But in in life, it's not mm-hmm. right. So that I mean, that's where got, you know when you go five and zero, it feels like a ten game swing versus an zero and five. But in truth. A pass is the same thing as losing. You know, in, in baseball races. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This is a mistake everyone seems to make. They like to, People have been talking about, oh, the Padres can win the wild card. They're only five and a half games out, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, no, they're 11 games out. They're 11 and a half games out. Every time they win a game, mm-hmm. they pick up half a game. It's hard to make up five and a half games. Because you're playing the same number again. Unless well, you're playing the te- the one team you need to catch, you know, and then you can, you can, you can double up. Well, which, that's why if you got like two people in front of you, it's even. It's so much harder. Exactly. Right? Okay. All right. In in that example in baseball. All right. Next game. That, well, those are the four. Okay. So. Um, all right. So let's let's go through it in rotation order after that. Okay. Does that very make good. Sense? Yeah. Or did you have anything? I just rookie. I was going to talk rookie quarterbacks. Struggling. All right. So let's do that. Then let's bundle it that way. So boom, we did the Texans. Um, Stroud, uh, not impressive. Um, threw the ball forty-four times. Q- quarterback rating twenty-one. Yards, yards per pass, five and a half. So just um, unable to convert the high leverage plays. You know, on so, so down. you would say if you were just had a rating on Stroud, which you do, does he get a half point upgrade? No. Really? Not at all. He scored nine points. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people saying Stroud did better than they expected and that, that it's encouraging. And I was very pessimistic mm. on him coming in. Well, I tell you what, I'll upgrade him. Compared to Young of the Panthers, we'll talk about that game next. Yeah. Where he he really struggled. He he threw the ball thirty three times for one hundred forty six. Uh, his QBR was fifteen. Sorry for all the numbers, but the bottom line is Ritter did very little for the Falcons. Dinked and dunked. It was tied at halftime, and you kind of blinked, and and the Falcons pulled away twenty four ten. You know this kid um, Ridley came back, and he was really good. Oh, that's for Jacksonville. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he was used to be on Atlanta. Right? I, I, at least there's some segue. You know, <laughs> but, but 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 all their playmakers they don't give the ball to anyway. The Falcons did not do much on offense, and basically, well, young, let's be specific. Mm-hmm. Is at the line of scrimmage EPA wise. It literally both teams were negative, negative 5.4 versus negative 5.1 for Atlanta. So really we're saying, and this is ranked 1 to 32 this week, it's the 24th and 25th best offensive performance. So this is bad. Uh, I think this is an indictment of Atlanta. They they gained um, almost 13 points because of turnovers. Otherwise, Plus three, yeah. I mean, plus three turnovers, 13 points is the EPA on it. Uh, otherwise, this was a toss-up game. So, to me, I think you got to downgrade Atlanta here. Yeah, it was late in the third quarter, and the game was tied, and then Atlanta you know, got, got a turnover, got a touchdown. Then they, they did have one long drive after a punt fest. But, um, I might downgrade them a point or a point and a half. Uh, boy, uh, I mean. Because what I'm saying is, how much does it tell us about Ritter? Meaning that that how big of a question if Ritter is like the twenty eighth best quarterback this year or he's the fourteenth, mm. right? Yeah. What is that? Three, four points? I've got him twenty eighth. Okay, and so fourteenth, yeah. Then that's three points worse. So how how can twenty how can he be twenty eighth and Atlanta be? You got Atlanta as a slightly above average team, right? Before the, any adjustment? No, no, right down, right in the middle. Really, they're they're just. Yeah, remember they had a cupcake schedule. Actually, you're right. I had him. I had him. I have him zero. I have okay, him, right I have in an that average, range. Right in the average. All right. So, 
Boy, so you think the rest of that team? I mean, if he's minus three, well, remember this is the team that I I I, I, I want to give it to Football Outsiders. You know, did the write up saying of like they're adding Clayus Campbell and all these other well, dudes. First off, a, a go. lot of people were on a land. Yeah, that they're well, they well, they, they thought. I heard a lot of people talk about their offense being better, but these are the one. This was the one group that said they know their defense is going to be top half of the league. Okay, so what and I'm their s- defense was very good, obviously. So what I'm saying is, is it seems like that Ritter being at least. Almost average is an assumption. I mean, can you really be an average team and have a quarterback that bad? Like, if you look at the other quarterbacks down there, is there any team that's even close to average? One second. I mean, it strikes me that you're, if Ritter ended up being decent, you'd have Atlanta like as one of the five best teams in the league. Uh, Pickett and Love. Well, Pittsburgh's still below. It's probably like an average team, and Green Bay is an average team. And I've got them as below average quarterbacks. Well, you can't have Ritter and Pickett at the same place. Uh, no, no, Ritter's worse. Yeah, no one, no one. No, well, what I'm yeah. saying, down every, 20, everyone, everyone, thirty, thirty-one, thirty. All the everyone else, the teams like six-win teams. Yeah. So if Ritter ended up being like the twelfth or fourteenth best quarterback, which is unlikely, meaning I don't, I'm not saying that would be the case, um, but if it happened, you're saying Atlanta would be upgraded like three points. Yeah, Atlanta would become like the sixth best team in the league. Okay, I'm not sure if that's not incongruent. Like it feels like that if you have Atlanta as high as you do, and as everyone does, mm-hmm. you got to think Ritter was doing better than twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Good point. But Good point. but I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But but I can't th- downgrade them for winning twenty four to ten though. I didn't upgrade them. I think you got to downgrade. You can't act like turnovers. Boy, really, you're not downgrading them at all. Twenty four ten. I can't do it. All right. I can I can lower so, Carolina by a point. So let's take a gander. Right, so uh, this, were- is str- this is strong because the market's agreeing with you because th- this week, and th- we'll talk about this in the opening line report, because Atlanta is playing Green Bay and Atlanta's home mm-hmm. and they're not favored. All right. So think about this. Atlanta's season win number was eight and a half. Easy schedule. Green Bay, seven and a half. All right. Mm-hmm. So the perception is those are at best equal teams, if not Atlanta better. And now Green Bay's laying on the road. And we think Green Bay's been, uh, if we even upgrade Green Bay a point, that would make up a half a game. So it still is saying Atlanta's one point better. Yes. And Atlanta's at home? Yes. Okay, so the line would be like two and a half or, or three or two and a half minus 120 if, if we went, if everything, were, if Atlanta were flat off of last That's right. week. That's right. And what's the line? Green Bay's laying one. Ooh. Yeah. So think Green Bay. Is that right, McKenzie? Yep. So are you just going to ignore all the, the both the market and RJ's opinion for now? All right, all right. <laughs> it's early in the week. Now, what is the? Can change my mind. Wow, it's not. No, this is the show in which we go through the 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 power ratings. Or, or, it's almost like he's married. Like it sounds like you two were married. And so, <laughs> um, so what are we looking at right now on DraftKings? So let's think about oh, this. Oh, okay. For um, yeah, for the win total adjustment. Okay, so we're going to look at Atlanta. Yeah, I just want to see what the market did there. Oh, you know what? I bet it. It, it probably so it's, it should still Atlanta be, was supposed should, to win what sixty five? Would they eight, pick eight, up point three five? They're eight point seven. No, no. But what I'm saying is, how much? I'll be win sixty percent. Okay, sixty two percent. All right, so they picked up point four, let's say, mm-hmm. and their win total was eight seven. Yeah, so it should be nine one. Nine one, with, if no downgrade. So I no bet they screwed up, and I bet they made it nine and a half. They didn't repost the Falcons. because because they know they it's know. so tumultuous. Here. Yes. All right. Uh, okay, so so that's the second of the rookie quarterbacks who are we leaving out. Anthony. So so young. I mean, but young. How would you compare Stroud and Young? Stroud was better. Young. Was I, I bad. agree with that. I young agree was with bad. That. All right. He was the worst, uh, and the best was Anthony Richardson, who played, I think, pretty darn well. Now this is a game a lot of people would say would be deceiving. By the way, 
Here's a stat for you with the rookie QBs. I ran across this, and McKenzie just verified it. Since 2019, all right, it's 19, 20, 21, 22, and now 23. And this is update for this year, right? Yes. In the month of September, rookie quarterbacks, five wins, 20 losses, one tie straight up, five and 20. And ATS, if we look just since 2021, so uh, the last two years plus this year, and this is, again, the month of September, uh, one and 14 straight up, two and 13 against the spread. Wow. So... Again, before that, it hasn't been this bad. But here's the thing that makes me think this is pertinent. If you look at the number of QBs that start the first game of the year, last year, zero, mm-hmm. right? Rookie QBs, zero, right? Pickett was the first round, no, you know. And there's only been two years in the last like 10 years that three or more has started. So th- th- they're acting like this, this year's draft is some kind of great boon for. I mean, think about last year it was none, right? Um, but now what's interesting, let me ask you. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it How significant is it all these dudes went top five, though? It's not like they're getting picked like 19th and they're starting. So, well, so I mean, obviously they're, they're, they're perceived to be, by, at least by the teams that picked them, much better than the typical. But they only picked three. A couple years ago there was five. Right, but I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying like Levis could have gone, bad example, but, but you know, he could have gone 18th or something, you know, and then he would have been the stretch quarterback that you'd expect to really fail. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but that's the point. I'm saying even the years when they've had three or more starters, it's usually been jam-packed with quarter. Like the mm. year Trevor Lawrence started the first game, and well, Trey Lance didn't. Wilson did. Uh, Mac Jones did. And then, uh, uh, oh, oh, um, Fields didn't. Mm. So the, when they picked five in the top 15, they had three. Mm-hmm. Now they only have three in the first round, the whole first round, and and they have three. So, I mean, it does feel like that we're going quicker to the starting, right, for these quarterbacks. They're starting quicker, and they're not ready. And thus, the more recent stats tell us they are overwhelmed gonna, early. One out, of, one out of 15 straight out, two out of 15 ATS. Yeah. Excellent points. You know what's what's weird about this Jacksonville game is I'm still not sure who should have covered. You know, back and forth. It, it was the true. They, you know, they call it the Plinko game from The Price Is Right, where the puck just do 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 mm-hmm. Jacksonville covers. Um, so Jacksonville's up ten. Did you see the end game of this one? It was fascinating. I, I heard about it, but why don't you give it to us one more time? Okay, so the Jaguars are up ten. They're going to win. Tick tick. They're inside of like there's like a minute left, and. Anthony Richardson's like going against the prevent defense. It gets down the red zone and it's fourth down, right? All right. So they're. So a score makes it a three point game. Makes a seven point game. They're down 10. So they could kick so, a field oh, goal. Oh, I meant a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. The, so, so the idea is most coaches kick at that point. So Steichen says. You can throw a Hail Mary. The yeah, yeah. So Steichen says, well, kick. but yeah, he says, but we're all, we still, there's still about a minute left, you know, and we're so close. Let's go for it. Who would have kicked with a minute left? Most coaches, I think, would kick That's dumb. fourth down. Yeah, I agree because it's like you still need to, you still need a oh, touchdown. It was fourth down. It was fourth down. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's fourth yeah. down. But, but you still need you know if you kick, you're down seven, so you still need a touchdown, and you need if you're down nine, I kick. If I'm down ten, I go for it because it's like uh, I need a touchdown and I need to win in overtime. Um, all right, so Richardson runs the ball and he gets and and he's like buried on like the the, the six. Okay, he's going to be short two yards. I've watched a lot of football. I've seen this play eh, maybe a dozen times. 
in my viewership, the quarterback never gets the first down in that situation. Never. There's two defenders that have him, and he just he just keeps going like a tank. Goes down to the three, first down. Which is what people are saying is he's not an elusive runner like you might expect from the 40 time, but he's a Cam Newton type. Exactly. He's a, he's, he's a monster. He's like a panther. He just runs over, you know, like a tank. He runs over these guys. So the next play, why not? <laughs> Same play, right? So he runs down to the one, and he gets his bell rung. And he so he's does. down at the one. If he pushes it in, it's a cover. Yes. And so he's going to cover. So you're one and 13. It's about to be two and 12. Uh-huh. But he gets, he gets dinged up. And they said, if, if, if they said if the game was on the line, he could have stayed in the game. He goes out and in comes Minshew. And he's like, Your favorite. He's tying his shoe. He's like, he's like <laughs> trying to find his helmet. Uh, long story. He's taking, he's taking the dip out. Yeah. Yeah. So three, three very unsuccessful plays later. So at that point, what's the odds of a cover? Oh, it's still eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, and they don't they don't get it done. Now remember, we had uh, the super duper trend of, um, I think it was twenty one and five going back a few years, but it was fifteen and two since uh, two thousand twelve of home underdogs in division. You know, so we had and they the, did well. Well, no, two and two. Co- well, no, who? Um, well, the Jets just covered. Okay, all right. And the Browns. So the Jets covered, the Browns covered, Indianapolis didn't, and there was one more. The New York Giants did not. The Giants did not. Okay. I forgot the Jets were one of them. So two and two. I guess, yeah, the road road dogs did well. Yeah, but this is the home underdog in division. Okay, so you would say Richardson was the best of the bunch? Easily. How much do you you upgrade the Colts? Uh, Let me see. Well, this is interesting. No, because Richardson got banged up in that game. So I want to make okay, sure he's healthy. Okay, you got to separate that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, yes. If it, that hadn't happened, I would have upgraded them. All right, yes. so what you got is, is well, a half point? Yeah. Okay. And now your injury adjustment now is what? I have to see. Yeah. The, I, the, the, he may be fine. I don't I mean, the, the fact are he the couldn't. Odd, are the odds up? Are the games up? Yeah, the Colts flipped the favorite versus Houston. They were a point-and-a-half dog. Now they're a point favorite. Okay. At Houston. You know something else we should do with your power ratings? Maybe it'll be a group effort. Mm-hmm. We should, because we talked about this for a couple years, we should have offense and defense that adds offense uh, without the quarterback, quarterback, defense, and then those three add up to the yeah, total. Yeah, well, I do have the quarterback ratings. So, That's what I'm so, saying. So I've yeah. already got that. Yeah. And I do, but, but yeah, the offense and defense, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I, I've, got, I've got a way I think I can convert yours in a way that you'll like, and you can tell me if you do. But, yeah. yeah I like, I because I Because maybe if I just give you the number, if I say that team's a three, you can say yeah, exactly. well, that defense is the you defense agree. minus one, the offense is a four. We, we yeah. could just do an EPA on it and then uh, take out some of the random plays and then get a ratio. And, and of course, it should be like, you know, what, four sevenths, three sevenths, though? It's like, it's not, you That's know. That's an interesting And you got point. Justin Tucker screwing things up for Baltimore and special teams. Like the Jets, for instance, were great in special teams tonight. You know? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point. Usually special teams is not correlated year to year. Now, I'm not sure if it's correlated within a year. Let's say if because really that's going to be about a team's emphasis. Like the only teams that tend to do better is Baltimore. Harbaugh used to be a special teams guy. And then uh, the Patriots. But last year, the Patriots yeah. had, like, the worst special teams. Yeah. So, okay, continue. All right, let's go Battle of Ohio, Bengals, Browns. You know, this is – certainly the Bengals were worthy of a bigger uh, reduction in their power rating. Uh, Burrow looked terrible. They couldn't protect him. All right, so I think for sure, for sure, we have to have an injury question mark with Burrow. 
Yes, and, and the camera was panning to him, and it looked like he was fooling around with his, like, leg. You know, it's like like he didn't feel comfortable at all. So the ringer had something about this, uh, Ben Solak, that I think was even more powerful. It, it, he said, okay, he looked at how quickly Burrow threw. Remember, Burrow's famous for standing in there and taking hits, right? Mm-hmm. They, they said, how, how many times did they go under center, right? They only were under cent, center two snaps the entire game. Right, which is very unusual. Interesting. All right. So one, they said he probably they didn't want him moving, like you know, turning his back and moving as much. And he threw the ball a half second quicker than he typically does in the, in the given situations, which is night and day, a half second. So now you know what's interesting is it, it, it was raining. It was bad yeah. bad weather, so it takes longer for the receivers typically to get open in those situations. So, you, you so would wait. and and yeah, and, and it should it should take longer for the defense to get exactly. to you with the bad footing. But All that off. wasn't the case. They, 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 you know, I wonder if Cleveland's just really good. They've had so many of these bad weather games at home. You'd think that they've become mm. they've they've mastered playing. Well, in remember, that, they in got that. a new DC who is more about blitzing, more about mm. playing single high, not the, the the soft shell. So, and Cleveland brought in a lot of money, a lot of defensive players. And you know, their defense played great. Watson didn't did not look good from what I saw. I mean, mm. he just. He, I mean, they, they, you they gotta, won with you the gotta give the weather some exactly. Some so I, I I downgraded the I, I I bumped Cleveland one. They dominated. I took Cincinnati. I was going to take Cincinnati down more than one. I'm still debating I think because you, I'm worried I think you about the make Burrow. Some of it, yeah, you got to make some of it injury. I think. Yeah. Here. And I'm telling you something. Burrow was still hurt. I agree. All right. So Clearly. what I'm saying is, I, my second strongest opinion of the week is that Baltimore and this new OC was a disaster this week. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster. The Flowers kid was really good. He was fine, but but what, yeah, he was good. But what I'm saying is. Is if you look at Lamar's passing numbers, it was just not good, and it was against Houston. Let me ask you this: Shouldn't we be playing Baltimore, Cincinnati under forty-six and a half? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's really exa- yes. I mean, in fact, it's one of my favorite bets of the last five years. I, I truly believe Burrow is going to be. He cannot be a hundred percent. It's been seven weeks since his injury, and during the summer line, this total was forty-six and a half. Uh-huh. Right? What's so the, the current number? Forty-six and a half. Because right. the odds makers opened forty-four and a half, and some some. Released over and and the market's not li- liquid yet and 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 so boom the market went up all at once two points. Let's make this official right now. I love this thing. I mean, you like it? I I, I do. All right. I was so, going to give it out myself. Yeah. All right. So forty. All right. So this would be a best bet for that, me, me and you. Go ahead. Cincy, Baltimore uh-huh. under forty six and a half. All right. Um, and then we'll put this in right when the pod's over because yeah. I, I yeah. think this is—I mean, this can't stay where it's at. I'm going I'm to I'm text my minus one hundred five guy. All right, I'm R.J. Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas and they got a water bottle and they got like a celery chopped up. And let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG One. But I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect, is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1, and all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, 
I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Um... So, McKenzie, let's take a gander at Cincinnati, what kind of adjustment they've made on them. So, since he had about a little more than a 50% chance to win that game, so they lost about, we'll call it a half a game, and uh, their win total beforehand? 11. 11. 10 okay. and a half. So, now it should be 10 and a half if there's no adjustment, right? So, knock it down to 10. Uh, you're saying a point downgrade? Clearly. Yeah, right. At least. I bet it's lower than that. Oh, I bet it isn't. I don't think they would make it 9.5, but you could be right. Could. All right, let's see here. Oh, my gosh. Is this true? DraftKings did not want to put it up. FanDuel says 10.5 flat. Well, I love I love the under and at, right? That's at FanDuel? Yeah. Let me see if I can. Damn. I think there's a uh, lot. I think, I think these in-game ones. to make ones. friends. <laughs> I think these in-game ones uh, or in-season uh, win totals are going to be just a gold mine. Because I just don't think they they don't seem to have the math to do this. I got to tell you, like as a guy who who can't really name a baseball player, uh-huh. and was betting the baseball season win market, and I can tell you it was just wrong. Remember we talked about yeah, this yeah, all, yeah. all year long. We talked about how like these projection sites just are they're they're too close to the sun. Like they, they like they're looking at all these individual players and they're not seeing the big picture. Like Burrow's hurt, you know that's kind of an important thing. I think there, there's a real chance of him being injured throughout the year. Um, I think Cleveland being upgraded here, I mean, you could say Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore probably was a net downgrade for the division, but not that much. Not, not that much at all. Browns and Bengals are right now at 10.5 exactly each. So but, that's interesting. So the Browns were at like 9.4. Uh-huh. So I, I think this so makes sense. Half. They pick up a half and now they pick up a half for performance. Make them 10.5. Yeah, but the Bengals doesn't make sense. None, none at all. It's, you know what it is? It's because... They're still thinking about since he's an 11. Remember, for a lot of the year, they were 11 and a half before the Burrow injury that knocked him down to 11. Now, who is um who does in-season win totals in Vegas? Doesn't Caesars? Um, Caesars will do it, yes. Okay. Are they up uh, Are they up right now? They, I think they I'll are. I'll check that. I think you want are. to check that, McKenzie? Why don't you check that number first whenever yeah. we do this? All right, so you want to keep going? Sure. Um, you know what? Say, can we stay in the AFC North? It's, you're the boss. You lead the way. Uh, I don't know if I'm the boss here. So <laughs> uh, what do we – oh, let's – 
Now, this one hurt my feelings. I've been having a great NFL year, but if they if it was action points, I might be negative because I had the Niners-Steelers. I was on the Steelers, and you know what? The Niners, McKenzie was tweeting. He was going crazy on the uh, – uh, the, 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 there's some Dumbo that, that, that had the Niners not in his top four. Well, I'm, I'm pleased to report they are my number one team right now. They just creamed the Steelers. Five drives, one yard. First five drives of the I game. I saw that 199 to one. Okay, so um, what was what was the 199? Oh, I think oh, that's how many yards San Fran had. Yeah. Um, so first, let's talk. You mentioned in passing, but didn't really even mention it. How hot you've been in the NFL? Last 27, and that goes back to the preseason. Obviously, 20 winners, seven losers. That's that's pretty good. That's yeah. at least 55 percent, right? That's what we're looking for. Right. Right. So um, um, and had the had the Jets uh, fortunate. And had the under. You know what? I might even argue. I don't know if I was fortunate because I mean, if if they covered with Wilson, well, what do well, I yeah, mean? You lose, you lose, you lose your 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 dream quarterback, and you still cover. I yeah. doesn't seem fortunate. That and you went like out right, the right side. yes, exactly. I mean, um, so the Bills are up ten at halftime. You guys want to guess what the money line was for the Bills and for the Jets? I will say the Jets were six uh, five hundred, and the Bills were minus seven hundred. Bills were minus 2,500, 12 to 1 on the Jets at Vandal. Really? Well, I got to tell you, Wilson doesn't have a lot of fans. No. (laughs) No. No. All right. So, um, by the way, speaking of hot, McKenzie rips off a 5 and 0. Right on the super contest, early season chip leader. I mean, you're the chip leader, Mackenzie. Right, he's going to get so <laughs> might nervous. Be a tie. He's yeah, might get, be a tie. And let me tell you something. He wasn't lifting. It wasn't like he was lifting any picks from me. I don't want. I don't want him to get nervous. But there is a week three, first three week prize that is within sights. Damn, now I'm nervous. Well, since I put up the money for this, what percentage do I get of this, baby? Twenty. 40? No, I'll take 20. I'll take 20. 20's good. All right. So, yeah. Um, Okay. So, let's keep rolling. So, the Steelers, we're talking about the Steelers, what defensive line injury? Yeah. Um, Hayward's out now. Half a point? See, I don't don't know. He's he's a half for sure. No, he's not a point. But half, yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's something, though, I think back up a little bit on San Fran. And here's why. First of all, it was an impressive win. No doubt. But my understanding is... That literally Fred Warner and those smart D backs were running the routes for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh oh, they, has they had the bad, They have a bad OC. Mm. And Tomlin in a way, Tomlin's like an anti-intellectual. He he goes against all the, you know, high math stuff, it seems. And I think all the analytics people hate the OC so much. I think he's been stubborn about mm. it. I mean, he's a loyal guy, I guess, but I'm telling you, is those that watched the tape said yeah, they, they knew every play, and thus Matt Canada is his name. And I'm not saying that's not good. I'm saying, one, let's make a note. Sam Fran, when they play a really uncreative coordinator on offense, has probably got a bigger uh, advantage than we realize. And I think we got to kind of minimize this one a little bit. It was a great win, but it wasn't as dominant as it seemed. Yeah, but the offense was dominant also. Well, you know, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, how many points did they put up? Um, 30. I mean, they were up. They were up like twenty-seven to seven, like early. No, in the no, I, I'm not saying. And then they just kind, I, kind I, of sat on the lead. <laughs> uh, well, let's see what garbage time tells us. Um, Pittsburgh, San Fran. So we got Pittsburgh up seven zero in garbage time. So it would have been thirty. Yeah, okay, all right. And in our numbers, say it should have been thirty-three to nineteen, Pittsburgh. But still, okay, <clears throat> that's fascinating. Not, not, not Pittsburgh, San Fran. 
No, San Fran 33, Pittsburgh 19. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's take, I mean, it's a blowout, but let's take a gander at the line of scrimmage here. Um, okay. A 25 point net win. Pittsburgh actually gained six points on field position. I mean, Lordy B. And Pittsburgh really did. You think about it, Pittsburgh on the turnovers, it was pretty much a even. So you lo- how can you lose by 23, plus, 23 points and not give up anything on turnovers? I mean, that's almost impossible. I was watching the game, and I was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. I, I avoided it. Mm-hmm. All right, next game. Uh, let's go Titans-Saints. And Purdy, you got to get. Listen, he seems to be. Very he capable. made a couple throws that were not easy throws. His elbow looks yeah, to- I to- think so. totally fine. Like I said, I I I I got the 49ers my best team in the NFL right now. Doesn't it feel like good to have Trey Lance like it's off funny. your back? <laughs> it's funny. I posted about Brock Purdy and no one bought it. They're like, hey, what about Trey Lance? Talk about that first. I, but now, soon enough, he's going to be off your back. Though it is interesting when Dallas went to the back. You think they would have put Trey Lance in just to get some reps? Cooper Rush, 0 for 1. Hey, um, oh, geez. Uh, real quick, Fez, who you said you got San Fran number one. Who's number two? Dallas. Mm hmm. What is the what is the Super Bowl generic NFC AFC? I, I've already I I looked and did not see it at some books. It's not up yet, but it, the AFC was favored. They should not be favored anymore. The NFC that's what I'm saying. So I, it, I, I already it's on my radar screen. Yeah, I think the I haven't been able to bet it yet. McKenzie, you want to check Westgate for that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, let's think of what the number should be, right? Because you you got a deeper AFC. Kansas City, it seems like, is limited. Buffalo just lost. Buffalo lost. That just happened. But who's the? I mean, Miami is not going to stay healthy the whole year. I mean, in a weird way, if you Philly's got, got it, got a always a possibility. Like everybody in the AFC won, and everyone in the AFC lost, yeah. other than Miami. So Westgate right now, no adjustment from what I can see. Minus two and a half AFC or minus one forty. Or you can get plus two and a half, plus one twenty on the NFC. I think we'll I like pl- both. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll go over. I, I got to drive over there and 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 make it in person because on the app it'll be too low. All right. The uh, what time they close? What, what time do they close? I mean, they, I, I I got a feeling someone. Well, this is gonna be coming out. We're giving everyone free stuff. All right, let's keep yeah. going. <laughs> uh, a Titan Saints. I, this was about bad quarterback play for both. Now. Uh, Tannehill, no excuse. Uh, he was awful. Disaster. Dis- absolute disaster. Get their win total up. I have an idea on this. Um, so the Titans, I, I like where you're going. So the Titans win total, I've checked already. It's at 7.5, and, and I've already put a buy order in on the under. I think the Titans are in. I could easily see them having to change quarterbacks. That's my point. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't seem like this. Or, or if they don't, he seems like a disaster at this point. Meaning, a certain point when you're a physical quarterback like he is, when you lose that physicality at his age, it just it all just goes. Yeah, he was he was just awful. You know what? And and I've I've had people cursing out Carr and how he's playing for the Saints, but that I I see that new team, it could take a little while. I'm I'm less likely to throw him under the bus as opposed to like it might take a few weeks. What do you think? So what was the adjustment on Tennessee? Let's look at this. So it's seven and a half right now, under twenty five. At Caesars? Yes. That's what McKenzie's showing me. All right, so what was it beforehand? I think that's what it was beforehand. Uh, our consensus was 7.5 over minus 120 at the close of the oh, was preseason. It? All right. yeah. so let's think oh, of- right, because they were talking about how the Tennessee was a 7-3 and three team. In All right, game. so they lost .6, or they lost .4, right? 
So seven and a half over a half a game would be uh, it's about forty cents, right? So it actually seems like they did the forty cent move from minus twenty over to minus twenty under, but they didn't do the uh, any adjustment on them. Yeah, because they covered. Yeah, I think this is one where the market. I, I lowered both teams. I want to lower them both half a game. Half a point, you mean? Yes, half a point. Thank you. But I'm saying if you look at the future, if we're not just talking next week, we look at Tennessee's season, I think they have to be lowered like maybe two points. I mean, on a season basis, right? Just because it's much more likely they're going to wind up benching Tannehill. Or Tannehill is going to be, a, is going to be as bad as he seems. Well, I have, I have submitted, so we'll see if we get it. Oh, okay. Oh, this is at uh, Caesars? Yes. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'll just steal some money. It's fine. Steal some money. I, I was like, I was mentioned to RJ, like, like whenever, like, the, like, like I'm always investing in all these games of the year and season wins and the like, and then, and then I go and enter all the contests. Yeah. And so, the, like, the one day of the year, like, right before the um, the week one tips kicks off in the NFL, I'm like, all right, maybe not. I'm not going to eat for a couple days until some of the stuff starts winning. Except I'm like, I can, I can send you a, a thousand a day on on Zelle, and and then I say no. And you yeah. go, but no, you said, oh, I just got an envelope. Like yeah, in the I ten, did. in the I ten did. minutes in between, they're, they're thinking about it. Uh, well, what the hell? Why do they have the odds up if they don't? Well, like, it's it's ten fifty at night. That's the yeah. so so like like literally they could be in the bathroom. There's only one guy who's working that can approve it. All right, so w- this will be like a little tease. We're, we're in. You're in. For All that. right. So that's Tennessee under seven half. We'll we'll lay a dollar twenty five. Will you? Uh, can I get a dime? Or yeah, we'll... you do. All right. Awesome. I like I, that bet. I do too. But we're in sync today. Now we got AFC NFC to go. Yes. And then Westgate's uh, already closed. Yeah, they close at ten. And then um, let's see. We had one other bet, right? What was the? Oh, we, the Baltimore. We're gonna go Baltimore under on the game. This game against Cincinnati. Yeah. 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 Okay. You taking notes, McKenzie? Excellent I don't know. Work. We might be taking notes from you here soon. Five and oh. I've taken a lot of notes from you. Perfection. Over the years. <laughs> oh. All right. Next game. Next game. Cardinals Commanders. Oh. oh what now is... we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about this on the beginning of the next pod, specifically uh, yes. three three survivors that Fez had. I'm a survivor. He goes, he goes oh jeez. He goes, <laughs> I am gonna use Washington on all three. And I said, great, count me out. I had a bad feeling. Whew. We'll have to hear how you felt. Let's just let's this just like Norman Chad, you know, it's like it's like RJ says, watch out for Washington, but but Fez shoves with Washington. All in. <laughs> let's oh, well, let's just say you were saying, God damn it, why didn't I listen to RJ a couple of times on thinking? Uh yeah. The um See, here's the thing I think you were wrong about that. I don't think Baltimore is gonna be a bigger favorite than they were. Because who's worse than Houston unless they play Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next question is, how many? You have to go twenty teams deep to win this thing, right? Yeah. Is Washington in the top twenty teams? Bal- I think Baltimore, if I recall, is is playing Christmas or Thanksgiving, so I didn't want to use them up. But that who was, do they play Christmas or Thanksgiving? I, they were they're fair. I can't recall. All right. I, I could the, be that wrong. That could change. I could it. be wrong. I'm, I, I, I'm, it's all it's all blur. I'm doing my college football, uh, trying right. to figure out how good Colorado Let's keep is. Let's keep rolling. All right. But, but well, to conclude, lowered the 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 come the, the commanders or the yeah. commodes, if you will, by a half. I I raised the Cardinals half. Um, I, maybe I should raise them one because Dobbs. I mean, he his stats were that was the first week. I thought he looked pretty good, but yeah. I thought he had no continuity with his team. Yeah. yeah, all things being – I knew he was going to look bad. Um, I think the adjustment – I think Arizona's true price was what it was before they cut Colt McCoy. 
the thought that somehow they're down from Colt McCoy is, is a mistake. I agree. He was washed. Uh, Raiders, Broncos, extremely impressive by the Raiders here. Overall, the stats were pretty darn equal. Um, I just get I I get a feel having watched this game. Um, G is willing to put it on the line, scrambling for first downs, putting his body on the line. Um, Crosby is their best defender; is just a beast. I upgraded the Raiders a point. I think the Raiders are mm. undervalued. All right, I can see that. Here's my thing. Well, one, a recalculated score by the stats say Denver by four. All right, the line of scrimmage. Now, by the way, Denver could have won. My, my fifth yeah, coin pick, flip. My fifth pick out of nowhere was the Raiders. Raiders. So, I mean, I'm very happy how this. Oh, by the way, we let's back up to Tennessee. What do you think about that field goal decision? They were down four, it's, two minutes and twenty seconds left. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's interesting how the coaches always get it wrong. I disagree with the decision. Mm-hmm. All right. And these coaches, like, whenever you don't know what to do, go for it. It's that simple. It's like when in doubt, go for it. And so the idea that the best evidence I can give, and I think this is very really compelling. Let's assume that in that Tennessee game you would bet on the money line, all right, and you t- took the Saints. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're up four and the Titans have the ball. Fourth down. What do you want them to do if you have the money line the Saints? Please, God, kick the field goal, right? Yeah, but that Please, God, kick it. But that presupposes you understand the scenario deeply, yeah, right? But, but, but this whole idea, it's almost kind of like, I'll use an analogy, it's like a baseball team, right? Where they, they're, they're, they're like down two runs and they have men on first and second, nobody out, and they like, they bunt. Like they're they're trying to like matriculate their way to enough runs to win. Mm-hmm. It's not the way you win. You know you got to go for the big inning and you got to go for the touchdown. You can't go for two field goals. Well, I I think the here's what I see. I see that the the math people like Stefanski is a math guy from the Browns, except he's not. He punted in a spot in this game that was surprising in in a way. Um, I think when you look at Here's what I know. The idea that Belichick is just playing wrong, like, by any degree, meaning he might be wrong by a third of a point or a point or he's not, a percentage point. He's not going to be that wrong. Mm-hmm. Belichick does, is not anywhere near on the cutting edge of going for it. So do you think he's just wrong, Fez? And, and the math, and the guy, you don't think Belichick is able to have someone do the math that, it, I mean, again, I think there's the famous story when a PFF was doing their first presentation at the Combine. I mean, this would have been, what, 10 plus years mm-hmm. ago. Oh, yes. There was nine people in the audience, five of them were from the Patriots. I mean, like, literally, he's got teams of people working on this stuff. I, th- I think the Patriots were in a unique situation. They were always favored. They were, they were, they were, they were, uh-huh. they were the better team in most of their games. Uh-huh. Well, that screws you. When you're the better team, you want to reduce variance. So you don't, but you don't think Belichick can adjust for that? Well, I can. T- well, yeah, he adjusts by, by, by kicking more field goals and by, well, and by not going for it. Adjust for down. the change between how good they are now and how good they were oh, then. I do think he can adjust now, but I'm saying, like, historically. Well, I'm saying, like, the last couple of years. Remember right. that, pay, that, that Bucks game against Tampa? Yeah, Tampa? that's fair enough. He made a lot of decisions people were questioning yes, after. Yes, and, and uh, I can't. I can't speak to like like because I I never disagree with Belichick in the last couple of years. He has done stuff I've disagreed with. So because it's only been things that are statistic that are been because he hasn't changed. Hmm. See this. I here's the question: If you're doing because I heard someone talk about Staley, and they said Staley is a uh, what would you call it? a vanguard? He's blazing. He blazed trails that are now accepted. Like two years ago, he got ridiculed, and now yeah. it's accepted. Okay, 
What is I wouldn't it? say accepted. I would say it's becoming more prevalent. Okay. So here's the question. What has changed about the game? Meaning fundamentally the fact that if, if the real answer is somewhere closer to Staley, then, then people were wrong before, and now they're becoming less well, wrong. Well, the, off- the, the offense is the, – the, the league has done everything they can to give the offenses the advantage. Yeah, but that hasn't been the case. That's but been it hasn't the been the case. case the last three years. Yeah, since, I mean, yeah. it's been an advantage, but it hasn't been trending that way. It's trending downward since COVID. A little bit, COVID, yeah. we scored 49 per game, and now we're down to like 46. Yeah, so, so my point is this. The better you are on offense, the, the better chance going for it gives you, and the, and the less appealing it is to give the ball to the other team. I totally understand that. So there should be, if the league is moving a certain direction, that incremental difference should be applied to the decisions. Agreed. Yes. Right? But Bel- think about Belichick. He's been in pretty much the same range back when he did it. He was the first person ever to do it against Peyton Manning, right? Yes, Go yeah. for it in a strange From his own 28. Yeah. And now th- maybe the quality of his offense leads to an adjustment, the quality of his defense, maybe the league-wide does. And he's in that range, but Belichick is pretty much in that range the whole time. But but you would agree with me that if I'm a ten point favorite, yeah. and I have like fourth and one for my own forty, I'm gonna punt because you want a lower variance. I want a low variance. But and if I'm, if I'm a ten point underdog, I'm going. But Fez, the point I'm saying is, if we accept the fact that throughout the last ten plus years, the range of Belichick's decisions should be affected by how good the Patriots are, mm-hmm. specifically offense versus defense, really, right? Right. Okay. Number two is going to be how much scoring the league lends itself, you know, how much scoring is happening in the league in general, sure. which rises all boats on offense if it goes right. up. It makes you want to be more aggressive. And I guess what would be the – there was one other factor you were talking about. Let's think about that. There, there's the factor of the league-wide. There's the factor of how good you are as a team. Mm-hmm. Are you better at offense than defense? Okay. Yes. And so, how good is your quarterback? How much confidence do you have in him? So think about that range. And when you, oh, oh, okay, yeah. So, because Tannehill, I think that's what happened in that game is Tannehill was playing terrible. And so there was no confidence, you know, in him. Clearly, that was a, 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 a vote of non confidence in their quarterback. I understood. So, which we'll back it up too. So, but back to the Belichick question. If you think about where he is, on the decision-making, not relative to everyone else, but relative to the objective, yes or no, go for it or not. He's moved with the ebbs and flows that you talked about, but his basic premise has been the same for 10-plus years. Yes. Everyone else— He was ahead of the curve. Everyone else has changed. Everyone else. Okay. So the fact that they finally caught up to him and now they're blazing past him in this regard, do you really think the odds are that they're right and he's wrong? The The, the one guy that could see it 10 years ago— Somehow he can't see it. Yeah, now. The, pe- the pendulum has swung too far. Yes, exactly. I, I agree with it. it just like it, by, by example, like the Chargers had the ball fourth and goal, like at the five. I mean, hey, you go for it fourth and goal from the two, not from the five. You and, know, that's, and plus there's, there's, a human, there's a human element to this that, that, that everyone wants to ignore. But, I, you know, okay. Um, Next game. Let's talk about those Chargers uh, uh-huh. shootout. So in a— There's more questions. If there was one theme <laughs> on, on the Sunday, not been answered. <laughs> it, it's that the teams, the offenses really struggled. Now, part of that was that it was raining. The weather did impact some of the games. So in a week where scoring was limited in the NFL, no problem here. Perfect conditions, and defenses couldn't stop the offenses at all. How dominant were the offenses? Well, they put up almost 1,000 yards— 
and no other game did they even sniff 700. So just a, uh, a track meet the entire game. So this is a game that our recalculated underlying stats said 40 to 38, the highest scoring game we've had in, in two years now, or I guess this would be our third year doing this. So this is a stunner. Um, and, and this is a surprise to me that our fourth quarter win share says the Chargers had a 59% chance to win. So this was the biggest adjustment of the week. The Detroit-Kansas City uh, actually had Kansas City with a 55% chance. So this was the highest chance to win in the fourth that didn't win was the Chargers. And you know what's interesting about the end game of this game? So Dolphins take the lead. They miss the extra point, And you're like, oh, the Chargers are just going to come down. They've already, mm-hmm. It's 34-36. Some would say 36-34. And they'll just AJ would be like, oh, Herbert is clutch. He'll just no, sack the next two plays. So the Miami defense, I gasped Miami defense. They couldn't stop the Chargers all game long until the game was on the line, and then they stopped them. So we have another example of where the A dot, the average depth of target for um, Herbert was not near what you would want. This is now the third or fourth coordinator that I mean it's one game. Now, they ran for over 200 yards. So as I talked about, I think – now, I was thinking under because of the running. (laughs) I didn't play it. But I'm telling you, they obviously made a commitment to run. Money on the under right before post dropped from 51 down to 50. And if you have – I mean, mean, I'm going to start calling Herbert Jay Cutler. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we just got to accept that. But even if you had Jay Cutler, let's just say – if you can run for 200-plus yards, you think the cannon-arm quarterback would have a field day, right? Because they're having to do something against the run. Although, to be fair, I don't think we can blame you – know, the last drive, we can blame him for not being clutch. I don't think we can blame Herbs for this loss, right? I mean, Well, well listen, when you have the ball with – what was it, a minute 20? At least, yeah. Right, when you have Plenty a minute, of time. Minute 20, when there's been – let's think about this uh, – 70 points scored, mm-hmm. and all you need is a field goal – you think, and, what do you think Mahomes is going to do there? He's going to kick. They're going to win. Yeah. Yes. If it were 13 seconds, they'd win probably. Yeah. Uh, history tells well, us. Well, we just saw Mahomes on fourth and 25, like like cannonball the, da- the ball to, to his receiver who dropped it. You know, it's like he, he would have won. Yeah. So we can look at any one game and say, oh, don't blame. But don't will you see a trend forming here, Steve? Uh, yes. They, a guy put, put, throws a great ball, puts up great stats, they score points, and they lose close games. We'll, uh, we'll resume this conversation yeah. on uh, the Thursday Dream Preview when uh, it'll be more like a, um, the OJ trial. Uh, AJ what? just texted and apparently he's sick this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would think so. I would <laughs> All right, continue. Speaking of sick... Our Seahawks. Uh, I guess my question is, how much did you upgrade Miami? Uh, half a point. That's it? Yeah, they almost, they, like you said, the wind share was like 50-50 at the end. Yeah, but I tell you something. If you They're only a three-point dog. Here, hold on a second. I think if you look at the turnovers and just the fourth, the way it went, oh, it was more red. If you actually looked in the red zone, Chargers were great. I mean, they made the red zone. They scored, right, mm-hmm. touchdowns. And Miami had, uh, what was it, two turnovers? Let's take a gander at this. I actually think— Oh, Miami was 0-2. I did want—I wanted to ask you about this. So you win 0-2 that, against a team so, you're an underdog. So that, here, here I was reluctant to make, look that up, to make that big of an adjustment, okay? Because before this game, I had these two teams equal. I only give the Chargers one for home field. So I made the game Chargers mm-hmm. one, all right? 
the market made it three. Mm-hmm. So the market's already telling me, Fez, you're higher on Miami and lower on the Chargers than we are. So I was reluctant to make big adjustments. I adjusted both of them by half. I didn't want to adjust more right, because I was already, you know, I can in that see direction. That. But here's the thing. If you look at Miami, EPA on turnovers, and this isn't just plain EPA. This Is this with luck removed? or just, that, That's just total. All right. So... Miami lost nine and a half points EPA because of turnovers relative to Mm. the Chargers. So if you win the game as an underdog with a minus two turnover. You're really unlucky and you still win. And you still win. I mean, look at the history on that, McKenzie. Put turnover margin, you know, minus two, and then uh, dog entering the game. How how many win? I want it. I do think this is this coming week. So Miami wins, uh, revenge, upset win. In L.A., back to Miami, and then they got to go to New England. So it's a really bad early season travel spot. I don't know if that matters that much weeks one and two. But certainly, you know, it's pretty darn bad. Yeah, yeah. And they're already favorite. What's the early line? In- two, I think. Yeah. yeah. You win 9% of the games. Think about that. Mm. 9% of the time, they, all you got to be is an underdog, and you're minus two in turnovers, and you win 9%. That seems like it's that's worth an upgrade. That's, and, and, and they have been, yes. Um, maybe, I, maybe insufficiently. Uh, Ram, speaking of an upgrade, Rams— Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How can you keep worshiping at the altar of the market when a game like Cincinnati, if someone had true insight into that game, mm-hmm. that they could have played that game 50 times, and since he wins, what, three? I don't think they win any. So, yeah. but, but still, since he closes the favorite. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that tell you that, like, sometimes the market doesn't see things clearly? Yes. I mean, there was a—I mean, Eric Eager, who I consider— Since he hadn't lost by more than a field goal in ex- forever, right? Well, except except for you know, Halloween night, yeah, yeah. Last, last year. So, and, and Cleveland's beat him, like, five in a row now? Yeah. Yeah, there were some spots it was picking, but there were still, since he was favored in most spots. And you can say, well, the direction of it. Yeah, it, yeah the direction the was direction a little went, bit of yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, they should have bet Cleveland up to minus seven in yeah. retrospect. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, let's just say he should have went further, right? Yeah, exactly. Then plus one. Okay, what do we got left? Um, Rams, Seahawks. Speaking uh, of, speaking of, of uh, uh, upgrades. Jesus. So, let's just make this quick. Yeah, the so it's not unusual. I should have bought that. It's not. It's not that unusual for a four and a half point dog to win and even win by margin. But usually that's because they got lucky. They didn't get lucky. The Rams just they played great, and the Seahawks couldn't stop the Rams. And the Seahawks even more troubling. The Seahawks couldn't move the ball at all against that Rams defense that's supposed to suck this year. Okay, so. Our recalculated score says Rams should have won by 15. So, I mean, this this was a clear win, like you said, even though they were down at halftime. I'm going to mitigate. First of all, you got to upgrade the Rams. Point and a half. I think that's they, fair. I, I was thinking about two. And what I would say here is that— That's my max, by the way, unless there's like—it's like a Colorado situation where the whole—in college football where the, all the roster completely changed— a point and a half is pretty much the most I want to go, and I gave both teams the one and a half point adjustment. I think, considering how McVay does against Seattle, you you know we got to be careful here, right? I mean, I think it's certainly a sign they're playing hard. And like I said, let's be honest, all off season, McVay would not have came back if he wasn't going to coach hard. Yes, if he didn't think these kids could play. So I'm not saying they're. I mean, I, right now, here's the question: Would you say the Rams have a better chance of being a top three pick or making the playoffs? 
<laughs> make it in the playoffs. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, Seattle lost what? I don't know the current injury status on both tackles, but, I mean, that's a problem. Yes. That's a big problem. And, and maybe Geno's turned into a pumpkin. We got the whole year, right? I mean, this looks – what it discourages me the most, this looks a lot like Seattle's problems at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, maybe – you know, I thought the post-Germany might have been a hangover because it was for Tampa. And I thought that, you know, maybe with, with – it just felt like the energy was so good – that, that they couldn't be that good if they felt like there was a problem that couldn't be solved. Like, backing up to Miami, this is a big game for Miami. I think the half point isn't enough, and here's why. This was the same defense that stopped him last year schematically. And that defense was completely banged up. So, you're, you're right. Year. Yeah, yeah, it was the, the fa- scheme stopped They them. had the whole offseason, and McDaniels came out with an answer. It was like uh, it was like the um, what is the move in chess after forty moves where they have to have a move that's put in an envelope. Oh, wait, wait, yes, yeah. adjourn your adjournment. Yeah, you seal it in the envelope, and then it opens up, and it's like, oh, game's over, right? Because it was such a good move. By the way, that book you gave me, Grandmaster Preparation, yeah, yeah. The, this Paul Yugievsky was a monster. Like he literally would like analyze. It was it's a lot harder when your opponent makes a move in an unclear position. So you have to analyze like his eight different possible moves. Maybe that'd be too extreme. Like th- the three most likely moves, and he'd stay up all night long mapping out all the permutations and the like. Well, they say he had an opening that he was the master of. It was his opening, and that he spent so much time to find every possible permutation of it. If, if I recall, it was the night off where he, he pushes two queenside pawns to rook three into night four like should be completely unsound and somehow it holds up yeah and that book is especially regarded because it it showed the way he studied it was like insight into how he approached it yes all right let's keep going uh last game cowboys giants um oh, oh good news on seattle um it looks like news. cross week to week and uh lucas is x-ray was negative but no additional status so maybe it won't be a catastrophe i was hoping they'd have like a, a rain out or something so we've, they, they, we'd have no action the san fran was so san fran was oh. so dominant but again we'll M- see mckenzie look up the updated division yeah yeah division if, if, if that's up because i think san fran just went from minus 200 to minus 500 um uh, well, I could still buy out a 500, right? Uh, that's that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe we should. Uh, Cowboys, Giants, uh, not Minus much. 500 exactly. Oh, so that that ba- that shows how much that shows how much CLV. Although you could get middled because we could bet San Fran, and then if by and then the Rams win the division. And oh, you get I never thought of that. Ouch! All right, um, so Dallas dominated. Uh, it's the one and a half point adjustment in yeah. each direction. Uh, Dallas is Dallas is clearly the best team in the NFL, other, except for San Fran's the, the best team in the NFL, which means the NFC is the best conference. Yeah, maybe taking two and a half. I think we should actually put what's their limit down at the West. I don't know. I'm gonna. Because, I mean, I wouldn't mind having half, you know, even like a, you know, if you like it, I wouldn't mind having a nice chunk on the plus points and on and the, the money plus line. money. Yeah, yeah, they're both good. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'd go up to they, three. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll not be happy with me. Like, that's how I got my limits reduced when I tried to, you're betting the same thing. I'm like, no, I'm betting the first half in the game. He's like, it's the same thing. You're, we've slashed your limits. Okay, so, so if that's the case, I think what we do is I'd rather take the points, I think. The two and a half than the, yeah. is it 120? Yes. Yeah, I'd take two and a half. I'd, I would take 120 over plus two. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. So oh, the limit, the limit will be and bigger. Let the thing, and let the take thing the thing sit. that has the bigger limit. Yeah, let the thing sit for 10 minutes. Marinate. And then, yeah, yeah, and then if they still have it up, you know. Yeah. All right, um, okay, so I don't, I mean, Giants, 
I mean, Lombardi thought that it was they were trying to be something they're not instead of being as, you know, conservative and trying to slow the game down, that maybe signing Daniel Jones got them thinking they can run and gun. You know, I, I, I mean, Lombardi's was correct for the game, but in the first drive, all they did was run and matriculate down the field. And then they blink and they were down 9 nothing. And then you're right. Then they, I've never seen a team unable to block the other team. So much. I mean, it was just it was just unbelievable. I'm thinking about this. Uh, Parsons to win Defensive Player of the Year mm-hmm. with Garrett, right? The the Browns, the Browns guy. I think that I don't see any scenario. It's not one of those two because the because uh, uh, Bosa right guys get just one guys get banged. Up. That's why we got two of them. That's the <laughs> well, they I mean, both could get hurt. Well, Jesus God. I mean, any bet can lose, but oh, so Parsons is plus three fifty. See, I thought I bet there's four to ones out there. So if we get a four to one and a seven to one, hmm. two units either two units wins four. Who's the third, fourth, and fifth guy? T.J. Watt eight to one, Nick Bosa thirteen to one, Ahmad Gardner or Sauce Gardner seventeen to one. Oh, it is going to be. But no one. How is he going to win? No one's going to throw his way. We'll get. But here's the. Th- yeah. There hasn't been a D back that's had it for. Yeah. Uh, there's been one I think in the last. Who's been the one? There's been one that I think he returned kicks. I'm curious. Is Max Crosby on the top 10 list now? The Raiders? Yeah, he is sixth favorite, 25 to 1. He's a monster. But what, what I'm saying is this. Aaron Donald isn't going to be He's able not to come back. Right. Bosa has got the fatigue fact. I don't right. think anyone's – I mean, except for Donald, no one's won this two years in a row. They think Garrett, this would be a coming out party for him. Let me shop it around. Yeah, I mean, and, and here's the thing, Fads. You're saying, what happens if someone else wins? This is a plus 200 bet. If we get four to oh, it's better than that with the seven to one in there, right? So if we have a four to one and a seven to one, right, we'd have to blend it to say, well, the four to one is going to win more, right? But we'd be at least at plus 250, right? Four to one, seven to one is plus 250, right? Yeah, yeah. So if we bet 100 on each, so we're risking 200. Uh-huh. Okay, let's assume. So yeah, plus 250. Yeah, the 200 pays 500 if the four to one wins. Yeah, well, but what I'm saying, but that would be plus two hundred, right? Because, uh, but what I'm saying is the seven to one could win too. So yeah, let's call yeah. it plus. So this isn't like some like we're laying the juice. It's like we'd be playing. We'd have to have like a one third chance of, of one of these two guys winning. Doesn't that seem and we get to the be two the, favorites? I think maybe each of them are a one third. I mean, but I think I think the narrative is Parsons hasn't won yet, mm-hmm. and either has Garrett. T.J. Watt won two years well, ago. Well, I also love the fact that both teams are projected to, like, their projections just shot up big time on how their teams are going to do. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really think—and then with the Jets losing Rodgers, it, it's like the, the attention goes away from the Jets. I mean, who knows? You know, but if we're, when we play a plus-250 dog in baseball, we're thinking if we get lucky, we win, yeah. right? This feels like we had to get unlucky to lose. Yeah. What do you think, McKenzie? Love it. I think you made a great point. T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, probably as good as Mike Parsons, Micah Parsons, but I don't think they they win a tiebreaker. Well, the fact the fact that Pittsburgh lost by 100 points in Game One means they're probably not going to win 11. And, right. and I think to win this award, you're going to have to have you're going to have to be a playoff team. Why did Nick Bosa win last year? Because they won 10 games in a row. And and I think Parsons hasn't shown any propensity to be injured, mm-hmm. and either has Garrett. Mm-hmm. T.J. Watt injuries out. Oh, the Oh, Garrett wazoo. gets suspended, not injured, right? Well, that's yeah, been like true. four years. Garrett out the wazoo, and Bosa has been injured a decent mm-hmm. amount. Yeah. Right. I, I like this, don't you? I do. I do. Uh, all right. Um, anything else? Well, just the fact I'm struggling, like when you said, well, who else can win? And like, and, and, and I'm going down to a Raider. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got a lot of interesting um, stuff. What, what, one more, just a quick thought Go with um, uh, news with um, Jet, with Rodgers being out for the Jets. So I had Rodgers to um, uh, downgrade to 
um, a really a replacement second level quarterback for so Wilson, points? five points. Okay. So that's, you know, five times um, 16 remaining games, 80, that's two and a half games. Okay. So I wonder, I'll be interested. So let's think about this. When they opened up, uh, what was their win total? Nine and a half. Okay. They, they, they get they a win won. on a close to pick him, so 10. So now I'd make it seven and a half. All right. So that's. Is there the, anyone they can trade for? Is there anybody else out there? People talk about Tom Brady. I think it's a year too late. I don't think he's going to the Jets. After what just happened to Rodgers? Yeah, I, mean, I agree. All right. So what, what's Fitz Magic up to? I think he's on doing Thursday dra- night DraftKings yeah. <laughs> commercials. No, 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 I think he's on the Thursday night telecast for Amazon. Yeah. Okay, so that is what you're going to get each week. I mean, these bets are worth the price of admission. Very good show, Fez. Very good insight. Uh, you've been hot in the NFL, like we said. And again, it's this kind. I mean, the research that McKenzie's executing on, and that he and I worked on conceptually. Fez, I got to say. It seems like your picks are more well-informed than ever with some of this new data, too. And so when you hear us talk about it, this is the reason, one of the reasons, Fez is on a 20-7 and run. So check it out, pregame.com. And we got the uh, Fez did, and I'm going to be at the beginning of this part and the very end, the line moves. And we're back Thursday morning. And don't forget, um, straight out of Vegas AM, each day, five days a week. In the morning, you can get it on this channel uh, twice a week and their own channel. So search for it otherwise, and you can follow there to get it five days a week. Talk to you soon.